I'm the Reverend Hope Benko, and I'm a priest in the Episcopal Church, and I'm send you greetings from Seminary of the Southwest in beautiful Austin, Texas. I have a confession to make. Even though I played Little League softball and marched in the high school band, I studied feminism at a women's college, I went to seminary and studied embodied theology, was married at this point and loved my husband very much, and still, all of these glorious embodied experiences, after all of that, I can't claim to have really understood my own body as a vehicle of God's grace, of blessing, until my child was born. I get it. Look, I called it a confession because it feels like I am failing both the feminism and the glorious sacramental embodied Christianity that I was taught to admit that none of it hit home, that it didn't rest in my heart, that I didn't believe that my own body carried grace until I became a mother. But there it is. The advent I was pregnant, we were still keeping it quiet. So it was this beautiful thing, hidden from my parishioners and friends, growing inside me, but not visible in any way. But that baby was due in June, so by Easter, there was no secret about it. I had to pick my way very carefully around the altar lilies as I made my way up the steps to the narrow spot behind the altar, my belly protruding over my feet, and my center of balance so radically altered. This was not something anyone I knew in seminary could have taught me about. Here's another strange thing no one taught me in seminary. When I was heavily pregnant, I had to change the way I prayed the Eucharistic prayer. I had been a priest for more than two years by then, and I had no idea that already I habitually breathed at the same points in the prayer as I prayed over the bread and the wine. But with a baby, and all my body was doing to support that tiny body growing in me, I found myself panting and breathless on Sunday mornings. I had to teach myself to breathe more often. I had to mark the book with extra breaths to keep my voice strong to that great amen. As it turned out, my pregnancy was a complicated one, and I spent the last six weeks of it on bed rest. Bed rest, I've since read, is a tiny bit of a sham. Medical science can't really confirm that it helps, but there's not much they can do either for the things that they usually use it for, so they continue to prescribe it. Again, it felt like a bit of a failure of feminism. Here I was, an ordained woman, a highly educated woman, and my days were spent exclusively incubating this baby. But those were also powerful moments of grace. The grace of feeling this much-loved child move, the grace of accepting care from parishioners and my husband because I was under doctor's orders not to do things for myself, the grace of trusting my body's creation and the creator enough to believe that it would all be okay. The grace of praying through the dark and scary moments when it seemed like maybe it wouldn't be okay. And then that ordinary, everyday miracle, a healthy baby and my own health restored. My body returned to me broken, but also healed. And still not fully returned to me because it clearly belonged to this child too. My body still providing all of the nourishment the baby needed. The miracle of a child who doubled in size, still getting everything from me. 
my body still in so many ways this child's home, its source of life. The body, this baby, outside of me, but still connected to me in every way. And for the first time, after the haze of delivery lifted, holding that baby, so obviously, wondrously, beautifully made, feeling this child fully at rest, peacefully in my arms, a peace this baby felt with no one else, I understood, I believed, I knew, it rested in my heart and on my soul, that my body was good, was created good, could do good, and was a vehicle of grace through God's mercy. Advent for Every Body is a production of Trinity Episcopal Cathedral in Portland, Oregon. To learn more, go to www.trinity.org dot trinity dash episcopal dot org.